All right, and that was All the Stars by Kendrick Lamar and SZA from the Black Panther soundtrack, which mm-hmm. is what we're going to be talking about today in the movie. Yes. So this is Shane. And Kaylee. And yep, and this is another Pop Talk podcast Woo. episode. So before we get started, make sure you follow us on our SoundCloud page. So just go right up to the top, click that follow button so you don't miss out on any of the future episodes coming. You know, if you enjoy what you hear, make sure you like, make sure you repost and share with your friends. That would be totally awesome. And then follow us on Twitter at TalkinPop. That is Talking without the G pop. And then my Twitter, where you can follow me at, is M-R-M-C-C-A-T-T-Y, Mr. McCaddy. And my Twitter is Kells, K-E-L-L, six S's and then one, two, seven, six. Yeah, so tweet at us, let us know what's up, send us songs so we can play them for you guys. Yes, and, and all talk that about stuff. them. Yeah, so let's just jump right into this. Oh yeah, so this episode is going to be a little different and shorter than other episodes that we do. We're trying something new, it's been the first time we're kind of talking about a movie, mm-hmm. so we'll see how that goes and let us know. If you like us talking about movies and stuff. Great. So we got the Hot 100 Top 10. Yes. Um, top 10. Number 10 is still Stir Fry Did Not Move, Stir Fry Migos. Um, number 9 is Pray For Me, The Weekend and Kendrick Lamar off of the soundtrack of Black Panther. Um, moving Down is meant to be. B.B. Rexa and Flora Georgia Line. So I found out this week that Meant to Be is number one on the country charts, and I didn't know that it was even considered... A country song? Well, I mean, I can... I mean, I hear the twang, but I, oh, didn't, yeah. I didn't think they sent it to country radio. Well, it's Florida Georgia Line. I'm not surprised. I Me mean, either, but I'm like, oh, that's totally awesome. So shout out to... Mainly BB. Yeah. <laughs> I never won in the country charts. Well, that's like Sam Hunt's Body Like a Back Road. You wouldn't think that was very poppy. But. What? Really? Yes. Oof. I don't think that was very poppy. That was like the whole intention, too, I believe. That's, well, and I'm still mad. It's a great. I'm, I'm not... still mad about the Where's the Album, but that's okay. Oh, really? He didn't put out an album? No, you know what? I'm going to be doing. I know I should talk about him too, because I'm doing. A, I'm doing a thing on Charlie Puth about where's Charlie Puth's album. You had a huge attention was Two. huge, and so was how long. Yeah, but I actually read a Billboard article today, and that they did push it back to May. I think I said to May. Is um, attention still going to be on the album? Because what's the point? But <laughs> I'll be talking about that at a future time. <laughs> 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 um, number seven is All the Stars, Kendrick and SZA. Mm, mm. Number six is... I like the song a lot oh. more after watching Hearing. the movie. Oh. And after also seeing the music video, too. I like the music video a lot. But I didn't like it when I first just heard the song. I was like, eh. Yeah. Yeah. But, you know, when you give it some context, I'm like, oh, okay. I can vibe. <laughs> Number um, six is Rockstar, Post Malone, featuring 21 Savage. And then number five is Look Alive, Black Boy, and JB featuring Drake. So I apologize because last week I said this song was going to fall off, and it actually went up. Um, so yeah. <laughs> Drake. <laughs> and you know it's not on this list anymore? I mean, there's a lot of things. New rules? 
Oh, yeah. It went gone. down to number 11. That's going to shoot back up, though. Oh, yeah, I'm week. sure. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, Havana, and then the top four didn't change. Havana is number Which four. Which shout out to Dua Lipa for getting a billion views on the video. On the new rules video? Yeah. Oh, wow. I tweeted it. You didn't see my tweet? Um, I saw that you didn't watch it until, like, now. I haven't watched a lot of music videos. <laughs> I haven't seen a lot of music. And I've been trying my very best to uh, catch up. That was funny. Um, I need just like a day or a time frame where I'm just like, all right, I'm just going to sit down and watch a bunch of videos. You should do that. I should. Maybe this weekend, actually. Um, Number three is Finesse. Dripping in Finesse. Did he do? Um, Number two is perfect. Ed Sheeran duet with Beyonce. However, I have, over the past maybe two or three days, I've heard this song on the radio with no Beyonce. Me as well. Did you? Okay. I've heard both. I've heard both. Oh, I've only heard the Ed Sheeran one, yeah. I've heard some stations I've noticed only play the Ed Sheeran only version. Mm -hmm. And then some stations play both versions well the station i'm referring to is 104 z104 and they used to play the beyonce version all the time yeah but recently in the past couple of days i've only heard the ed sheeran i one. think something i don't know maybe something happened because even even now on billboard too they've only been saying ed sheeran when you look at the chart it only says ed sheeran perfect it doesn't say do it with oh. beyonce anymore oh like it used to I don't know. Maybe right. they got some beef. I don't know. They're bringing in them checks. I mean, whatever. Step <laughs> number one. So Beyonce. No, Beyonce said, "Oh, the song's not number one anymore. You can take my name off now." What if she did say that? I would not be surprised. Oh. <laughs> I would not be surprised. She said, "So take my name off. I'm gonna go spend time with my babies." My babies. And, yeah. But I have not seen her with her babies. I've only seen her with Blue. And that's a good thing. Oh. We don't want to see. We don't need to see. She, I want to see the protect. babies. She doesn't want. She's not the Kardashians. She wants to keep. You know how long it took us to see Blue Ivy at first? No, that was like 5,000 years ago. Yeah, it kind of was. But, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I actually, but I was thinking though about Beyonce because she's performing at Coachella this year because mm-hmm. she had to cancel mm-hmm. last year because she was pregnant. Mm-hmm. And I thought about how, okay, so Beyonce's had three kids now. Which is and, amazing. Yeah. And, you know, she's, I don't want to say she's, she's not old, but, you know, she's getting in close to her 40s. I'm thinking, how how much longer are we going to get Beyonce performances? Mm-hmm. I need to see Beyonce live before she's in a wheelchair. <laughs> but you know she's still going to perform in a wheelchair. Yes. But I want to be, I want... Full out going hard, <laughs> Beyonce. I don't want You'll sluggish. see the hologram. No, I want to see the actual <laughs> thing and prime. So I need to, if anyone would like to bless me with some Beyonce tickets in the near future, if she goes on tour or something. But, you know, hit me I up. think. My birthday's of, coming up June 28th. Hey. <laughs> I think about Coachella and I think, would, would she perform like single ladies at Coachella? Or She's performed at festivals before and done all that stuff. But I think this time around, she would do more things from the last two albums mm. than anything. And then she would probably mix in a mm. few hits. But do them very... But not like... Different. Ave Maria, like... 
I mean, who knows? She might. That was she, a fantastic might, song. I mean, Underrated. A lot of those ballads from I Am Sasha Fierce. Underrated. I like Satellites, too. And also Broken Hearted Girl, but, you know, whatever. <laughs> yeah, so Beyonce. Okay. Um, and the number one is still God's Plan, Drake. God's Plan. God's Plan. Some kid was rapping that. I asked him. I asked this one kid because he, I kind of noticed his kind of musical style. And Ooh. so I just was having a conversation with him mm-hmm. yesterday and I, or whatever. And I said, I was like, what, like, what other songs do you listen, or music do you listen to? Because he was doing a thing where he was writing down all the lyrics to All Star by Smash Mouth. And I was like, you know that song? <laughs> Which, speaking of that, has nothing to do with that. I got, I suggested a movie for us to watch for this month, and we're watching Rugrats in Paris, and I'm so ready. But, I love that movie. <laughs> but, yeah, and so he was saying, yeah, I'm, yeah, he's like, uh, I like, what did he say? I forgot the first thing he said. Then he said God's Plan by Drake. And I was like, what was the first thing he said? He likes a lot of hip-hop stuff, mm. which a lot of these kids do. And a part of me is like, oh, that's kind of cool. And then another part of me gets a little concerned <laughs> because I'm like, what are you What are you listening to? <laughs> but yeah, that's, so yeah. All right, rising tracks. Yes. So Go ahead. I only have one mm-hmm. that I would like to play because we played the other two before that I have. So the middle jumps from, oh, that's Zed, Marin oh. Morris, and Gray jumps from number 17 to number 13. So that is about to crack the top 10 soon. And that's a bob, like I've already said before. And then Lights Down Low by Max featuring Ganache goes from number 27 into the top 20, which I'm pretty sure... That is Max's first top 20. Well, both of their first top 20s. Mm-hmm. And this song has definitely been a huge slow burner. Mm-hmm. Because this song has been out for a minute. I said, a this song is still time. rising. Yeah. I said, Juice Louise. But yeah, so shout out to Max. And then making its debut at number 43 mm-hmm. is Love Lies by Khalid and Normani from the Love, Simon soundtrack. Which I'm so excited to see that movie. I'm like ready. I'm here for it. Yeah, just like everything that I want. Is it only because of Jack? No, it's not. So that, but that pushed me over the mm. edge when I found out he was curating the soundtrack. But I love coming of age films, especially one centered around high school. Those are my favorite type of movies. And then also the lead actor, Nick Robinson, I'm a huge fan of. And so when I found out that Jack Antonoff was doing the soundtrack and then Khalid and Armani were having a song. I said, this is too much. And then Troy Sivan has a song on there, too. I said, I'm, this is going to be a movie for my year, my soundtrack, so I'm super excited. So, yeah. So, Love Lies came out, as well as the video. It is the highest debut for any current, oops, any current or past Fifth Harmony member, and also the highest debut for a member of a girl group of all time. You're saying Beyonce didn't hit... Higher than that with crazy with a love. debut, like it debuted on the chart. Not saying crazy in love didn't debut that high, it climbed. Right. Oh, it didn't debut that high. Remember that was two thousand and three. That's a totally, <laughs> totally different. That's crazy. <laughs> metric system back. But then. do you think she would have done that by herself? Do I think it would have debuted that high? E- Honestly, I think it. I think it would have debuted higher. And I say that, no, I say that because 
from what I've heard, no one's even talking about Khalid on the song. This was even from the music video, you can tell it was just about well, it was supposed to be about Normani. After a while, it did become just like the Normani show. Yeah, yeah, and I think, and I, but I think people were that's what people were checking for because she, besides Lauren, was the most anticipated mm-hmm. Fifth Harmony member to release. Poor Some type of solo music. And I don't know. Allie's and song, Dinah. Allie's song, well, Dinah, she she is taking her sweet time. Honestly, I think Dinah is, like, the, one of the prettiest in the group. I think her voice uh, is pretty. The vocals, Dinah. Dinah, they, that Dinah has a nickname within, like, the fan. She's the queen of vocals. Like, she, I think she's really... I think Lauren and Dinah are, like, the prettiest and the most vocally talented. However, I do like the other two girls, except Allie. Not a huge fan, of Allie. No. I didn't. I just. I used to not really care for Allie too much, but she. She grew on me. What post Camila? She definitely grew on me. <laughs> no, Canola. No, because I mean, look, keep it real. <laughs> Once that happened, there was more. You could finally see the other. It almost felt like you could finally see mm-hmm. them for the first mm-hmm. time. And I was like, wow, I've really been sleeping on you because yeah. I just, you never really had the opportunity. To do anything, and now yeah. that you are, it's like, oh, okay, I can see it now. So Allie's definitely grown on me, but yeah, I just, so I, I think the song would have, I think I would have, I don't know if this particular song because I love Khalid on the song, and this is definitely more a Khalid style mm-hmm. song, very much so. Because obviously we don't really know what Normani's style is yet because this is her first foray mm-hmm. into solo music. So, but I do think that it might have done a song just her by herself might have done a little better just because. I think more people would have been, oh, this is Normani's real solo single, and mm. think it would have been pushed a little more. But I do appreciate this song is getting real promotion. Mm-hmm. Like they're actually really pushing this one out of any of the songs from the other girls that have come out. They're like pushing for this one. So yeah, it's a nice R and B little boppiness. So this is Love Lies, Khalid, and Normani. Don't be afraid to tell me if you ain't with it I see you freaking, see you so independent It's hard for me to open up a limit You got some shit to say and I'm in it Listen, so baby Tell me why your love lies Waste the day and spend the night I feel like if Camilla was like the rat of the group Like she's that like itty bitty rat Normani is this like plush rabbit coming out into the world. Like beautiful, silk, smooth rabbit. She said it, not me. <laughs> <laughs> That's what she looked like. She looked beautiful in the video. Yeah, yeah. I think. Well, Normani, oh yeah, Normani. So, oh yeah. Well, we're not here to talk about that. We'll have a. We'll have a <laughs> because, yeah. Normani is, she's, she's, I mean, there's only four of them, but Normani's in my top two. Who's the other one? I mean... Is it Lauren? Yes. Oh. Like, what kind of question is that? We um, all know I'm a Lauren guy. Poor Allie and Dinah. No, I love... I, I but Dinah, Dinah has... She's come up on my... Honestly, I think she's, like, radar. one of the prettiest, but I... Mm, vocal, mm, I don't know. I don't know. No, I'm not... Gonna have, no, we're going to have an episode where we... Or something where we... Oh, good Lord. Dive in. Good Lord. <laughs> um... Well, I had three rising tracks. The only I've said one of them before. Um, mine by Bazzi mm-hmm. is crack the top twenty, 
has gone from 22 to 18. Yeah, the more I hear that song, I don't really care for it. I much. literally listen to it. The only reason I know I listened to it for the second time today is because when I listened to it to know what I was talking about, I was like, oh, that song. Um, King's Dead from the Black Panther soundtrack went from 38 to 23. Mm-hmm. Um, is that, is it's J. Rock, on Kendrick. That's three songs for Kendrick. Mm-hmm. Just saying. Mm-hmm. Two in the top ten. Where you at? And then I had Love Lies. And then uh, Imagine Dragons is coming up. 70, yes, and you're single. 75 to 60, whatever it takes. Whatever it takes. Uh, and that's all I had. Such a jam. Such a jam. Okay, yeah. So that was the rising track, and that was Hot 100. Okay, so this past week, yeah, just like most of America, Kaylee and I yeah. separately saw Black Panther, the movie. Mm-hmm. If you have not seen it, make sure you actually. If you have not seen it, and you don't want. Maybe any potential spoilers. Mm. I suggest you stop listening. Oh now. yeah, because I won't. You pause. <laughs> you go see the film. Yeah. And then come back, or if you don't care, continue listening. Mm-hmm. But if we spoil something for you, you can't get mad because we warned you. So yeah. <laughs> so Black Panther came out and it's been doing very well. I think it's it's. I know for it's a number fact, one. The other at least a couple of days ago, it had made over seven hundred million dollars worldwide. I don't know the current number let me see if i can pull that up but mm. yeah so we'll kind of just what are we, what are we so let's talk about the movie well the movie um i thought that visually it was stunning it was beautiful the colors were great the costumes were fantastic <clears throat> the special effects were good but the plot was kind of all over the place to me in my general opinion. Yeah, so, yeah, I had an issue, too. That was actually one of the things I said on uh, We're All in the Same Boat podcast that I do. I said that, well, my issue, my big issue was that I wish, I almost felt there was two, not two different stories, but they, it could have been, the way they did it, it could have been two movies, because I wish that there was more time with the Killmonger stuff, I felt that all happened um, very fast. Like I felt that was that was more of the focus. So like that storyline was more of the focus of the movie. So if you have seen the movie and if you've ever seen a picture of Shane, they literally yes, are twins. They're I twins. Look like Killmonger. My yes, mom was like, "Is that Shane?" It was. And I was like, uh, "Yeah." That's what I forgot to say in the other podcast. I meant to say yes. Um, I was actually yeah. his stunt double. Seriously. I did all the sure. stunts in that film. Like literally, when he walked on the screen, I was like, "And Killmonger like didn't speak in the African accent. He talked like normal American. Yeah. So it was as if Shane was talking." In the movie, it was it was insane. I couldn't get Shane out of my head because, but when he took his shirt off <laughs> from the girl side of you, <laughs> it was pretty good. From the girl side, from the of, girl you. side of you, it was nice. Um, yeah, I mean, like he looked great. I wish he didn't like cut himself, but like you know, people have their vices. Do what you gotta do. I mean, do what you gotta do to feel better about yourself, but you know. Yeah. So one the one thing I said though about that is that because I really I felt I didn't really have a choice but to try and connect in some way mm-hmm. to Killmonger because I felt people were forcing me to 
And <laughs> I literally texted Shane after I saw the movie. Oh my god, I was like, you were on screen. Because <laughs> it was. Yeah, I was. Because <laughs> it was. But my thing is that I really wish, I feel like they really did his character, at least within the movie, a disservice. I feel the same. Because I just, for me, his his intention, his intentions for the severity of what he was trying to do with taking over Wakanda didn't really match up to me. I said, okay, your dad was killed. I don't really see how that justifies you trying to overthrow an entire nation. You know why I think that is? I and think, then take over the world. Yes, I think I don't think that his character was developed as as best as it could have been. I feel like there could have been a whole like twenty minute segment of him either growing up, but, learning the the like him in the military, some something to tell me. Yeah, I just wish we saw. That's what I kept saying. I wish we saw more. I just didn't mm-hmm. really. I'm like, this is escalating. It was just like bam, bam, bam. Ex- that's what I thought. But I do say, I will say though that if this was the portrayal or the director's choice, it did definitely show how, I mean, with all communities, but definitely within the black community, is that there's a huge thing with you know daddy issues. Mm-hmm. And I said, dang, he has some really bad daddy issues. If he said his dad died and he then he turned into basically an assassin and overthrows multiple governments and does this stuff as a daily job. So you have a lot of, uh, you need some therapy? So I thought... (laughs) (laughs) You talk to someone? So I thought it was interesting because I didn't realize that he, what he was, he was like, he was like, what, like seven, eight, maybe 10 when his dad died? Like... In that period of time, he learned how to speak Wakandan and, um, like, knew the language. Well, yeah, what is the language called? Is it called know. Wakandan? I don't know. Or is it called Wakandan? I can't remember. Anyways, um, I'll just gonna hold it. Um, like, I'm a Beyonce. So, <laughs> no, I feel like that, that was, that needed to be. I, I wanted, like, a little montage of him learning his culture, getting the tattoo on his lip, maybe. Like, how am I supposed to know he knew all this by the age of when his dad died? You know? Mm-hmm. I just feel like his character could have been developed a way better. But yeah. he did a great job acting, mm-hmm. like I think. So, go ahead. Yeah. No, I was, I was going to say, I wish, yeah, that same thing, too, because... Even, and then what, what I also had a struggle with is, and, and most of my issues, just for the people at home, most of my p- issues are with the second half mm-hmm. of the movie because mm-hmm. I was so, just because it really did just move really fast. I said, wait, one guy comes, overthrows the king, and then the entire nation just switches everything it does. That's what really confused me. I said, so yeah. wait a minute. I said, what kind of weak nation I... do you have to be? Because I understand, sure, he's the king and you're loyal to the throne and all that stuff, but I don't see how one minute or one day you can go from, I said this um, the other night, I don't know how one day you can go from being this peaceful society, no one knows who you are, we're going to keep secret, we're going to keep to ourselves to the very next day, no, let's take over the world. That's what I thought, too. That was really, I was like, wow. And I also thought... The escalation. <laughs> I also thought, like, I was like, no, he's got to come back before he be, before he takes the, 
the potion. Like, he's not, you're not, the movie's not going to let the bad guy win, you know? Like. Yeah, he was kind of gone for he was a like, longer amount of time than I thought he would yeah. be. Yeah. Okay, I know he's not dead, but I mean. Exactly. Exactly. <laughs> When's he coming? That's what I said. But I, I do think, though. There was a nice twist, not a twist, but an interesting way how they found him again, how they found him at mm. the other, that other tribe, because they were just going with the intention of this person can help us, and so they had no idea that he would be there. So when he was there, I even was like, oh, they found him. Oh. I didn't even think they, I didn't, I, I honestly thought he was just gone. Yeah, I, I didn't know what was To be quite honest, happen, or that he would have just come up again somewhere, but, um, yeah, yeah, I mean... That tribe, though. Yeah. The head of that tribe? Mm. I want to, I do, a thing, too, that I really liked with, that the film did is that, one, in terms of uh, cultural stuff, I like that all the women wear, like, just natural hair, mm-hmm. and it's very natural, and... And they were all very powerful. Yes, I, yeah, I was going to say, and the women in the movie were not only in positions of power, but they were respected, mm-hmm. they were empowered, mm-hmm. and they kicked butt. Where is Angela Bassett's Oscar, is what I'm saying. Like, she has been every person under the sun, and she doesn't have an Oscar. Just That's just my opinion, sorry. I'm not going to say what I'm thinking, but you guys already know what I'm thinking, so... What are you thinking? I was going to say hashtag Oscar so white. Oh. <laughs> <laughs> We're speaking of the Oscars are, I don't, I'm, I, honestly, I feel really bad for the Oscars this year because. It's all indie films. Not, not even that, it's just, because I thought the Oscars were last week, but that's, you know, the Olympics, Olympics are still on. Yeah. That Olympics, kill, for me, killed any hype for the Oscars. <laughs> Like, I have little hype. I had little hype to begin with just because I haven't seen a majority of the movies nominated this year, at least not yet. Yeah. So, I was like, all right, oh, the Oscars are happening? Okay. Yeah. Yeah, I, um, I keep thinking, like, oh, they're not this weekend, they're next weekend, or they're not, oh, they're... ew, they're in March? That's so weird. March? Who wants to watch the Oscars in March? But, yeah, Mm. so that was a thing I liked a lot. With the women, especially, I don't know her name, hmm. but the girl who played the general. The general? Yeah, she hmm. was probably my one of my favorite characters. Not Lupita. Not Lupita, no. Or Please. Lupita, sorry. Um, you, her name is... Her name is like Danny. Or Danny? Something, something with a D. Hold on. I'll uh, find it. Yeah, uh, but I liked her a lot. I thought she did an excellent job. But I also, too, what I was was quite impressed with and also mind boggled by was them doing those fight scenes in the full, you know, African yeah. attire said, y'all must have been hot. Deny. Deny. Gree-ree-ree. I didn't say that right. Lines, but yeah, yeah, she was great. The other thing that confused me a lot is that, well, maybe it makes sense because I still think we're in 2004, but... It was 1992, and that was, like, the dad and the uncle. But they aged so much to me. They aged oh, yeah, so I, much I to me. I couldn't even tell. I was like, wait, those were the... If they didn't, if they didn't say it, I would have not thought those were like, the I was people. like, that was, for, that was Forrest Whitaker's character back then? 
I know. That, I, that I was also, surprising I to me. I also didn't know it was Forrest Whitaker until the credits. And I said, oh, haha. There was also someone else. I did the same thing with someone. I did the same thing with Angela Best. <laughs> I said, oh, hi. But that tells you, that tells you how good their acting and their makeup and their costumes were. Mm. <coughs> I like how they put Angela Bassett in white hair. Or it just shows you how uninformed I am. <laughs> <coughs> no, I, I was like, when he was like, I was the one that was with your father when... He killed your uncle. Also, he didn't have to do all that. I was like, I said, really? that was you? <laughs> I said, really, though? They were talking about when they were doing the yeah, challenge, right? Yeah, and then, yeah. I was like, how did you get that old? I said, why didn't you keep your mouth shut? Yeah, like, show him who you are. <laughs> so not only like, did Whoa. you die, but then your king died, too. So what was the point? Mm. Obviously, I know you didn't know that. But <laughs> I was like, really? I think... I know he, I know he was doing his due service, but... That part made me a little annoyed. I think that I feel like the director was like, let's let's cut out so much of the movie that it makes sense, but it doesn't make any sense. I mean, were you really scared that no one was gonna sit through three hours? They would have sat through three hours. I don't think it was the Black Panther team. It was probably either someone at Marvel or Disney that said I don't know. That I mean, they still would have made the money. I don't know what they were scared of because that could have lots of little things could have made more sense. Yeah, I agree. To me, what was I about to say? Like, do they age like at a rapid speed? Like, that's what I want to know. Mm-hmm. Um, also, did you know that the the Chadwick Boseman who plays Black Panther yeah. is forty one? Did you know that? I mean, I didn't. He yes. looks twenty nine. Yes, I didn't know. Black <gasps> don't crack. Man, I'll tell you what. Black don't crack. When I tell you when I go when I walk around places, people still think I'm in middle school. I'm like, but why? Middle school. Middle school. Yeah, when I went to help out at my middle schools and was helping out with our one act play, some of those teachers really thought I was a student. Really? Said, what? Wow. But I can I can I can understand because I went to an elementary school inside because I had to drop something off. Mm. And I don't know what grade this kid was in, but he went to tell you, he came right up to my shoulders and said, you're a little big kid to be in elementary school. <gasps> I'm just a little concerned. What are you eating? What does your mama cook? <laughs> you're what? a huge kid. So, what do we think, though? Because that was a lot of criticism mm. when I was talking with my friends about it, were that they didn't really care too much for the humor, they said that the humor kind of fell flat for them. But I, and I don't know if this is because I am black and they weren't. I I laughed. I don't care. This making a face. No, I'm listening. Oh, okay, okay. No, no, no. I'm listening. Yeah, but yeah, because um, I like. Well, I was dying when they made the whip my hair reference. Willow Smith. Mm. And the. Oh. And then, and then, what was the other ones? There was the what are the those? What are those? Which we had kind of talked about, and I said because they were talking about how I was like, oh, that was basically they were saying that was really cringy, and I said, but see, I think it's her character. Yes, okay. Because when she did the line about the sneakers, she was like, and guess what they're called? Sneakers, and because, and I was like, oh, because sneak. I laughed at that. <laughs> I did too. I thought that was funny. I think it's. I think it's more. I don't think it's the joke. I think the jokes were fine. I think it was just the delivery. Mm-hmm. I think that her, her his sister was cute. I thought that she was I a perfect it, yeah. fit for that movie. 
I think the jokes that she made and her attitude was fantastic. Um, I don't know. I I did cringe at the what are those, though. I did. Because it was like, was that necessary? Half yeah. this audience yeah, doesn't know exactly. what that's and from. Then, and then what I said, I said, it's. I think I told them, I said, I think you don't like it or you don't think or you think it fell flat because it's a very of the moment joke. Mm-hmm. Like if we watch the movie. It's very obscure. I, yeah. If we watch the movie in five or so years, people are going to say, what? Mm-hmm. Was that supposed to be funny? Mm-hmm. What is what? What are those? <laughs> <laughs> you know, so that's why I did understand that. But I laughed at that, and then what was it? There was another thing, another like black specific thing that they. I, know, was la- I remember chuckling on. through a lot of it. I mean, I thought that it was a. I thought. The humor. I heard that Thor. I have not seen Thor Ragnarok. I haven't seen any of them. But I heard. But I heard that um, Thor Ragnarok was like more funny than serious. But I don't think that Black Panther was more funny than serious. I thought it was very serious. Um, there was a part in the movie. I forget if it was like one of the times where. Um, he was talking to his dad or something in the in the. In realm. the Lion King. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> Or somewhere else in the movie, but I turned to my mom and I was like, they almost got me. <laughs> they almost got me. Because <laughs> uh, I didn't want to cry. <laughs> uh, I never felt any type of emotion like oh, that. Oh, really? No. I think it was when he was yelling at his dad, like, you were the villain. You killed your brother. Oh. Da, 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 da. You were the scar. You I know? think I was just so excited to see. That's why I want to see it again. Because <laughs> I think I was just so excited to see what was coming next. Yeah. That I wasn't really. Yeah. I wasn't as. I guess maybe invested is the word as I normally am, because mm-hmm. I was I was like yes we're here finally. So mm-hmm. I told him to watch it again where I can like okay, now let's watch. But what do we think? We kind of were talking about it before. Oh sure. But the music in the film, I tell you, when some of those transition scenes with the African chants, yes, oh. I oh. I was like there's one part where like this, this horn or whatever the instrument's called sounded. I was like. I, was like, I feel like I was taken Every somewhere. black person I stood like, up. I feel like I was taken somewhere. I was like, oh, I was like, yes, are we going home? <laughs> Get on the plane. Get on the plane. So yeah, I thought, I thought it, made, it definitely, though, more so with the score stuff, really made me feel as if. Yeah, absolutely. Kind of that feeling. Yeah. With, and then matching that with all of the mm-hmm. costumes and location shots and whatnot absolutely i think i i personally loved that the the tribal african music way more than i liked the rap stuff exact exactly <laughs> i'm cold i'm cold i'm cold i'm cold i'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold, I'm cold. <laughs> so, so, so for people who can't see um there's a they do this this weird, weird thing chant thing when they're doing the the challenge for the king no it's when he's being it's when he's being oh, yeah, when stripped he's of, of the, the power, Panther, and yes. it's weird. Like, what does this do? What is this doing? Because I don't, yeah, but but when you can see the people's arms, it's fine. When you can't see their arms, <laughs> 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 it looks so weird. Like, what are they doing? <laughs> you just see, like, their whole upper body go, <laughs> up, down, up, down, up, down. Um, <laughs> yeah, no, seriously, though, the, the, like, I love that. I loved it. Yeah. I got goosebumps. I I loved it. Um, also, 
I was surprised when no one wanted to challenge him in the first round. Like, we will not challenge him today. We will I wasn't. Not ch- I, was like, I was. I was like, so is he just going to go free? He, like, he took this potion that literally almost, like, killed him, like, for nothing. Like, he could have just, like, why don't they, why don't they go, okay, I'll challenge him. And then he gets the potion stripped away so that he doesn't do that for nothing. You know, like, did you see him take it? I did. And then and his it looked, veins. It looked painful exactly. Every time. So why would he do that and for even nothing? Even when Michael B. Jordan's character Killmonger did, it still looked painful. Yeah, exactly. There's a meme that Tiara shared that was like, "If you don't think I'm gonna dress up in my robes and shove grape Fanta down everyone's throat at Halloween parties this year, I was weak. I was dying." <laughs> Not the Great Fanta. I, I was gonna comment. I was like, not Great no. Fanta. <laughs> oh. Why are you shoving a tongue there? Yeah, that's funny. That is funny though. That was pretty funny. But yeah, that looked really painful. Also, do I have to be buried in the sand? Like face yeah, everything. I like why? Like, I wouldn't feel comfortable. <laughs> why do I have to I do don't that? I wanna be but how does that take me? I don't know. <laughs> to the plains. Exactly. I also, know. I almost kind of <laughs> did I almost thought that it wasn't going to work for Killmonger. Mm-hmm. I thought maybe they were just going to do it and then like he's like, "Okay, like I'm in the sand and like nothing was going to yeah. happen." But oh, I think it was I almost cried when he was talking to his dad and he kept like switching from the kid to the to him and to the kid to the him. Killmonger? Yeah. Oh, when his dad was like said no tears for me. Oh. And then, what did he say? Uh, everybody dies or everybody... Yeah, yeah, yeah. And I was like, they almost got me. Which I want to say, though, about Killmonger's character, because I... Spoiler alert, just in case you're still <laughs> listening and you don't want spoilers. When he killed himself mm-hmm. at the end or near the end, I was actually really happy that... Not happy, but I was actually really satisfied or pleased that they went with that choice because I really was thinking when they when he brought him outside to the thing to show him Wakanda I said here we go here's gonna be some cheesy moment about it still was it was about like about friendship and brotherly love well, it was also we be- can do this together Wakanda uh-huh. forever and he was like nah <laughs> well, he was like, nah, I'm not going to have you save me and then, like, lock me up. That ain't happening. Yeah, but I, I, that's what I'm saying. I like that he was very stuck to his plan and his motives and didn't let that go. Because there are people like that in real life. And I think that it's good to sort of have both of those things. Because mm-hmm. sometimes you can't change people. Sometimes mm-hmm. you just can't do that. I thought that was very <laughs> realistic mm-hmm. showing of that. I also think it was really nice. I mean, I didn't like that he killed himself. It, like, Black Panther was like, we can save you. Like, But he still had the knife in him. And he was like, mm, nah. <laughs> like, how did that work, first of all? Second, oh, because, you know, when something, it holds it in. So, But once you take it out, it's kind of, you mm. know, like, blah, blah, blah. But I feel like it would have taken longer for it to, like, kill him. In, in real life, probably. Maybe, yeah. I don't know. But well, I know the, those Wakanda <laughs> technology, you don't know how fast those things can kill you. Well, the, the thing I was going to say is is that I felt like it was really nice that his dad was talking about the sunset in Wakanda is the best in the world. And then he got to die, he, he got to die with, the, yeah, he, with the sunset. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. That's why I, I almost felt his life like was fulfilled for him yeah. in terms of himself mm-hmm. and what he wanted. Mm-hmm. I think, it, yeah. It was the most beautiful green screen he ever saw. Yeah. 
Because even because <laughs> even when even bigger spoiler because even at the end when you know they said you know we're going to share yeah. our technology and stuff with the world it's time for Wakanda you know to come out of hiding that is also a part of what Killmonger wanted so I kind of like that mm-hmm. you know you get the I guess the compromise let me talk about oh I'm sorry no you're good let me talk about um the general and the dude's relationship for a second you know what I'm talking about yeah because yes. what was that first of all I wanted to punch that dude in the face when he was like I'm gonna turn on Black Panther you are not my friend you did not kill you know you didn't kill the guy when you said you were uh, it wasn't uh, his fault oh my God, I love when not love I said I said this is so extra and definitely just like black people when he said. <laughs> Oh, you know, when your father was king, he did nothing. And now you're king and you still do nothing. I said, really? It was his first attempt. That's what I thought. Tri- like, That's what? exactly what I thought. I said, just like a black person. Mm. <laughs> no, well, I was like, so he's going to turn on Black Panther just because this dude that came from a million miles away killed this dude? Which is... Yeah, which is what I'm saying. I, that's why I wish there was more time. Even with his character, I said, I just feel these people's motives aren't justifiable with what we got. I agree 100%. Because well, I also thought it was very awesome when he was charging at the general with his rhino and yes, he stopped okay. and she was, and he licked yes. her. Oh, I was like, yes! That was, yes. So that was one of my favorite parts yes. of the movie because I saw it happening. I said, but he won't. Well, I, said, I thought he was. I said he won't. I said they can't do it. No, if they did that, there would have been an uproar. And but well, I, I honestly thought it was gonna happen, and I was like, <gasps> no. You want to know why it didn't happen? Because if, if it did happen, people would have said, oh, that's just how they portray the black community. Of course, the man's gonna beat on his girl because that's what happens in real life, isn't it? So I, but, I thought that was really cute. But I thought me too. I said, I said he's not going to. I said he's not going to. He's not going to. He wouldn't. And then he didn't, and I was like, thank you. I like that. That's my rhino. Right. That's my rhino. And also, rhinos. She said, unless you're trying, if, <laughs> if you're trying to get some tonight, I suggest you stop right now. And he said, yes, ma'am. <laughs> <laughs> um, yeah. And he, and he was like, but I, but, oh, would, yeah. would you kill me? Yes, I was going to say And that. he was like, she was like, for Wakanda, yeah. Yes, I do. I like yeah. That. loyalty. I like that. She's like, for Wakanda, I went to the right in his face. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. Don't let no man tell like, you what to do. What I like that the women were empowered and they were respected. I was like, yes, that's good. Stand up for yourself. I was also frustrated that like when Killmonger became the king, like she still had to like go with Killmonger and whatever he wanted to do. Yeah, she was loyal I was like, to girl, the, leave. She said, I'm loyal leave to the throne. him. <laughs> I'm loyal to the throne. Oh, man. But yeah, I thought I thought that really I liked that they had that relationship. Like I liked them together because mm. I thought that was really cute. Like the general of the king and the king's best friend were like together. But when the king's best friend wanted to go and act stupid, yeah, I was like, was, okay, you need to break up with he that. Was doing the most. But, <laughs> so, speaking, so, so speaking of love interest, what are your feelings on? I don't even know the characters' names, but the Chad and Lupita, the Black <clears throat> Panther. What it, I said, and I said this on the other podcast, I said if there was not a scene that was specifically them talking about their relationship, I would have never known that they 
had any type of feeling for each other. I did. I did know. Um, maybe it's because I have a girl brain, but I knew. I it, mean, I knew. I knew. Well, no, I'll let you say what you. No, I was I, when they first met. Like when, first of all, I didn't know that she was from a whole different tribe. I didn't know that she was a spy for somebody. I didn't know where she came from. You know, like, oh, how do you know each other? But then, like, when they started interacting with each other, that's when I knew, okay, well, maybe that's a that's a relationship. Or that's but an ex-relationship. Did you know that because of the acting or because they said that in the lines? Did they say that first? Yeah, well, maybe they did. They were, like, oh, they don't did. Don't freeze when you see her. But it's like, I never freeze. And then, Oh, I didn't know that was who she was talking about. I didn't. Okay, so... For, I just want to say, it took me a little bit into the movie to get adjusted to those accents because I didn't know that she had said, don't freeze when you see her. I thought... I thought it was him. Me too. I thought he said him. And or then she said him. when he killed everyone, I said, well, I guess he didn't freeze. Yeah. <laughs> and then it okay. was her. I was like, oh. No, I okay. thought it was cute. Lupita is going strong. Oh, she yeah. got a game going on. I mean, she do whatever she wants. Lupita. She got an Oscar. Like, Oscars. come on. Get it. Come on, Lupita. Get with Black Panther. Come on now. So, um yeah. yeah. So what what was your least favorite part about the movie? Oh, definitely Killmonger's character development. Okay, that's what I that's what I had said too. I was like, that's it. That really just bothered me. That was me. really the only thing that really bothered me because I thought maybe I could get like a little bit of accent out of him, but it didn't happen. And then he was very blunt. With everything he said. It was yeah, very it was, in your face. This is what's going on. This is what I'm saying. Yeah. And like, can I get a little backstory? Like, would, can I get a little bit? No, I was, talking, I was shook when he was first brought into the throne room. And it, the scene was kind of chill. Oh, yes. And then the scene was really chill. Who are you? And, they kept, and he was like, ask me who I am. And he was like, no, I'm not going to do that. And then she was like, you're blah, 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 blah. And he's like, no. That's not, he said, that's not my name. Ask me who I am. And then the one other the chief person asked him who he was. And he, with the music picked up, everything. Yes. I was like, he was like, what kind of, what kind of, I was like, and that's, <laughs> and that's what I'm saying. How do I know that he knew how to speak the language? Yeah, because he knew everything. I was like, exactly. Oh. I need to know but what it, happened. But but they did kind of show that it wasn't the best. Well, I mean, way. he read books. Yeah, they showed us how he read the book when mm-hmm. he was a kid. But that doesn't. I can't read a book. How do you even know how to get to Wakanda? Exactly. <laughs> I also thought I was I was surprised, but I also wasn't surprised. But I still was surprised when he killed his like girlfriend, like. When they were doing the standoff, yeah, I, I was, was like, surprised. oh! <laughs> I was surprised in the moment, but afterwards, I wasn't really surprised. Well, yeah, afterwards, yeah. yeah. Yeah, no, honestly, the only thing I had, the only thing wrong with that movie was the, the, the development of that character. I think there could have been so much more to that, to where I could understand him more. Mm-hmm. But that's it, I think. What was your favorite part? What was my favorite part? <laughs> I loved the technology. Yes, so about the technology. I'm sorry, when when she fixed what's his name's spine. By just going like this and I like said, yes. 
y'all are a bunch of selfish people if you don't share that with the word what? <laughs> he even he even when he got up, he said he was like patting himself down. He's like he's like you don't just fix spines, but blah blah blah. He said, In Wakanda you do. <laughs> in Wakanda. Like, you can do anything in Wakanda, can't That's you? hilarious. That's yeah. a good point. I never thought of that. I really I was like, wait a minute. I was like, can I? Because I got some back pain too. Can I? Can I go to Wakanda? Yo, can you make me lose like fifty pounds, like, like right I mean, now? Y'all can like do anything. Y'all bringing people back from the dead over here? <laughs> Literally. <laughs> That's good. No, I loved the technology aspect. I loved the ideas that they came up with. Mm-hmm. I haven't read the comic book, so I don't know yeah. how much of that came from the comic books. But the fact that you could drive a car in real time, like. Oh yeah, from anywhere from anywhere. or a plane? Yeah, like how cool. incredible is that? Which I wanna say that was one of my one of my favorite or I think the part I laughed the most at the movie is during after the car chase scene and then when the car blew up and, and the, the general did some oh. crazy flip and then with the spear and then skid on the thing and then Lapita was just in the car <laughs> seat still and just like Rrr. I was like that's funny I like stuff like that I also liked when they were shooting the car and general is like this like because the car is bulletproof yeah, and yeah. she's just like mm, alright and then, and then too and then Lupita said, wait, what are you doing? She said, just drive. <laughs> I was like, oh. I was like, when she like took the wig off, I was like. Oh, yeah. And, yeah, because she was like, just She's like, this ain't me. That, 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 I, thought that was, I thought that was a very funny joke. I said, uh-huh, they made her have to wear a wig. And she's like, when can I take this thing off? Because that's true. <laughs> yeah, no, I think my favorite part of the whole thing was the. The technology mm-hmm. part and the fact that the teenage sister is the whole like the head of the technology, I thought that was really cool. But the magic part of it was like okay, like oh, the Black gotcha. Panther like, stuff. Yeah, like yeah, the yeah. magic part yeah, yeah. of it was like man, African magic. Okay. Yeah. But that technology though, that was amazing. So my favorite part, and that not necessarily my favorite part of the movie, but. I think the thing that impacted me the most from it, so I had watched uh, a couple of interviews before I saw the movie with Michael B. Jordan and like the director and some other cast members, and they were talking about this underlying message in the movie that, I mean, it's universal, but it was specifically being directed towards um, the black community, and I was as I was watching the movie, I was thinking about that, and I was going through the movie. And I was like, I don't see it, I don't see it, I don't see it. I'm like, am I not black enough? I'm like, I don't see it. <laughs> <laughs> I don't see it. <laughs> and then, and then, so when it got to the part, you know, the end where they were, they were having the, basically the civil war or whatever, and they were fighting each other, and like the scene opened up, and you can see everyone, and I said, it all hit me. I said, oh. That's what they're trying to say. They're trying to say that as a community, you know, black people, you know, feel oppressed for whatever and such and such reasons. And they're they're trying to fight against, you know, the higher powers and whatnot. But within our own communities, they're we're fighting each other Mm. and not supporting each other. And it's saying, look how stronger Look how much stronger we are when we do things and support each other together than we do it trying to fight each other because really we all want the same thing. So why are we trying to tear each other down? And I said I like that. That's specific to 
that community, but it also translates to a universal message because that is true within our society. We are stronger together than we are separated, especially when we all want the same thing. So I like that that was kind of the, at least what I took from it, the overall message from the movie. I said yes to that positivity. Mm -hmm. And two, I also like that it was its own film and not just an Avengers setup movie. They didn't talk about the Avengers at all. Uh, in the credits they did. Yes, but that's a credit well, yeah. for that's the setup. But I mean, you know, you know how. Yeah, no, I gotcha. You, you know, these Marvel movies, they just all be setting up for the Avengers. Well, they did slip out one thing where they brought in that the white guy, and she was like, "Oh, another white boy." You know, they were talking about yeah. Bucky. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So that was like the only thing in there that I. Remember. Yeah, but, but what I'm saying is that we didn't get but a it cameo a setup. Exactly. from Robert Downey Jr. Yeah. Or, or Sam L. Jackson. Yeah, we, you know what I mean? No, we I get, get it. Scarlett Johansson slipping in for a second. Like, I also, <laughs> did you know that, do, you know who Andy Serkis is? Like, in the movie? Yes. Oh, yes. Um, he, Did you know he was South African? Like, that's his, his character was South African. So, technically, the only character that was not from an African country was... The white dude. Oh, yeah. Interesting. I thought that was kind of cool. Oh, yeah. Like, I mean, obviously they're both from England, but in yeah, the yeah, movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. I, um, I learned that. I was like, I really liked how they didn't really bring race yeah, into it. Yeah, it. Like, culture. capital race, yeah, you know? Yeah, culture. Yeah, it was really is, nice. Which is what I liked. And that, too, I liked that it wasn't, it wasn't, they didn't take the opportunity to say, okay, we got this big budget. Mm-hmm mainly black cast movie, mm -hmm. let's just hate on white people or something exactly. like that. They didn't really do that because... Exactly. What's-his-face, I don't remember his character's name, the CIA guy. Yeah. He was one of my favorite characters. Oh, I love him. Yeah, I really liked him a lot. And also, too, Andy Serkis, I liked his character a lot, too. So they didn't really just, ha-ha, let's take this opportunity with, like, a... Fun nerd fact um, for all you movie nerds and Lord of the Ring nerds. Oh, yes. um, that both of the white characters in that movie were Bilbo Baggins and Gollum mm -hmm. from Lord of the Rings. I I I think that is like the smartest totally move. Well, yeah, <laughs> smartest move anyone could make. Oh, I'm gonna be part of one of the biggest movie franchises in the world, and then become part of another biggest franchises in the movie, like in the world. Okay, don't you know? Sign you know, me up. You know how to make. You know. Money. I just thought because I remember whispering to him when they were in the interrogation room and mm -hmm. they were both talking to each other. I was like, "That's Bilbo and Gollum." <laughs> But um, I thought, I think that is just amazing mm -hmm. to, to me, because I love Lord of the Rings. But I just think that's so cool how people get to work with each other in different ways. Yeah. You know? I like, yeah, that's, it's definitely cool when you get to... Especially in person, because Andy Serkis was in motion capture, like the whole oh, yeah, Lord of the Rings. That's true, yeah. Because, you know... Well, it's funny, Lupita and... Ugh, forgot her name already. It was in a play. Yeah, they did a play together, mm -hmm. but they also were both cast... Yeah. In Black Panther, and they were not like they didn't know that yeah. they were just hanging out, but they both had this news. They're probably like dying to say something to mm -hmm. each other, and they're like, "Oh, I, I can finally say it. I'm in Black Panther. <gasps> Me too. <gasps> <laughs> I play the love interest. I play the sister. Ah! Oh my god. Yeah, yeah. So I thought that was cool. I thought that was cool too. So, all right. So on, 
out of 10, what would you kind of give it as of right now? Uh, I'm not going to say 10 because I don't want to be mainstream. Um, <laughs> it's 11 out of 10. It's like 100 out of 10. <laughs> no, because there's so many things also wrong with it. Yeah, you that's, know? Why, that's why I, I it's that's why I, there's a lot of people are getting mad. Like I know one of my friends was getting mad about how it was being scored on Rotten Tomatoes. I said, what you have to understand though is that everyone is not a film critic, and some people are just going to look at it for what it is mm-hmm. and look at it for the moment mm-hmm. in time mm-hmm. that it is, and that's how they're going to view it. And you can't be mad at those people, but people do need to be able to separate. A film from a moment. So how is it as a film, not as it as Black Panther? For example, like, I'm white as snow. I didn't go because, like, it's Black Panther and I'm... Which a lot of people are doing. Like, I'm black, I need to go which see it. Which is good. Which, which is, is good. fantastic. Black I thought that's that, not what they do on the regular. They'd be downloading that stuff. I, this is what I'm saying. Like, when I went to go Keep see Black Panther, the line was a million miles long. Was I the third one in line because I got there an hour early? Yes, I was. However, I'm not black. I don't get to share that mo- quote-unquote moment yeah. with the other people. But I loved the movie. I thought it was a fantastic movie. I thought, but I don't get to go, I'm going to go put on my like robes and go la-la-la-la. But That's- why not? But why would I? I mean, black people do it for Harry Potter and Lord of the Rings and all that stuff too. Well, Show me a black Lord of the Rings fan, please. I would love it. I'm going to Google Images. I know Harry Potter. Harry Potter's you gotta love Harry Potter. Black people. No, but I'm just saying. Like, I feel like I would have gotten joked if I wore an African robe. And to you the, might have, but I yeah. would have been like, "This is about unity, people. <laughs> this is about love." <laughs> I'm the pilot. I'm here for the white pilot. No, honestly, I thought that it was beautiful to see everybody become united for the movie. I thought it was a great opportunity for people to come together, especially after, like, everything going on in the world today. Mm-hmm. Um, and I think they did their job. So, out of ten, I would give it, like, a solid eight and a half. Okay. Yeah. Are you coming up short? Yeah. You coming up a little yeah. bit, a little bit short? Yeah. Okay, that's what I thought. I mean, they didn't put them in the movie, so why would they? Be now, fans, so. get Justine on here. She'll show you about Harry Potter. Okay. Sure. Yeah. So yeah, I gave this as of right now because I still want to see it again before I really critique it that much. But I gave it an eight. Mm. Because I did definitely enjoy it. Mm-hmm. And so as a moment, uh, I really liked that it was... I saw, when I, this, when I went to the theater, I saw a few black families going. And I thought that was so cool to have an entire family oh, yeah. going and doing something together. Because especially, you know, in 2018, that's just not something for any culture. That's not really something that happens. So when you can see a full family go out and get dressed up and really all show up together to do something together. I thought it was really nice. So I like that the movie is creating those opportunities for families and whatnot. <clears throat> and then for on a personal note, I, I, I 
so it's always been one of my childhood dreams to be a superhero in like a movie. And so when Michael B. Jordan was cast in Fantastic Four a mm-hmm. few years ago, which mm-hmm. unfortunately flopped, a lot of people were making a big deal like, oh, why is the human torch black? That doesn't make any sense and yada, yada, yada. And I kept saying, I mean, does it really matter about what color he is if he plays the character? Like, Note, because I'm a movie, I was going to say a bad word. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> um, what? I'm just trying to think of what word you were going to say, but it's okay. Oh. Um, Michael B. Jordan was cast as the Human Torch, who is the brother of the Invisible Woman. Yes. They should have just made those two African-American. I said... I think that uh, was the problem. No, but I... And a lot of people were saying something similar to that. And I said... I forgot exactly what year this was, but I said it's this year. And... There are so many interracial families at this point. I like, think they made the their step siblings or so. I didn't watch the movie. Yeah. I don't know, but I'm pretty sure. Yeah, I'm pretty sure Sue was adopted. Sue was or he Sue was. was. Oh. The guy was black in the movie, so. Oh, okay. Yeah, I'm pretty sure. Oh yeah, because it was their dad, wasn't it? That yeah. put them. Okay, yeah. But that's my thing. I was like, I was like, really though. I mean, there's so many ways that this can make sense. Mm-hmm. You saying. What? They're not the same? That's mm-hmm. ignorant. So mm-hmm. once I made a lot of comments about people like that, I said, you know, it's always been my dream to be a superhero, and I'm so glad that I can see that s- someone being represented as a superhero. So now that we have a full movie and we have a Black Panther and it's sort of like a movement for the child in me, that that's really cool to see because it makes the dream a little more realistic for to see myself and you know for other young kids who might feel a similar way so i like that part mm-hmm. i do agree with kaylee there's a lot of plot points that kind of like make me go eh about the film itself so which is why i want to kind of see it again before and watch it outside of the hype and really try to get more into the story yes because yeah, just I need to mm-hmm. really get more because I really was. And it's true. Yeah, it's true. Like it's so hard to watch something critically when you're just there's so much hype around you. You can't even really like you know. something else. I I noticed. When did he get to drink the grape Fanta? Like when did that happen? Did that happen before his father died or after his father died? Like apparently he had had it for a while. Oh, I mean, I mean, I didn't really think about that. Oh, I, I did. Just, I just assume okay that happened because he's been the Black Panther before. Also, if he drank it after his father died, like but like a it. day, he, he was the Black Panther when his father was alive. That's what I'm saying. Like, when did that happen? I didn't know that. I thought his dad was like still the Black Panther, and then when he died, he became the Black Panther, um. like usual things. But then again. If he drank the potion or whatever. Oh, okay. I see. I see what you're saying because yeah. in the way how they did it in the movie, it's the king. He didn't. He wasn't had, even king had, yet. Yeah, the king has the Black Panther power. Exactly. So in the day. Okay. I exactly. See that. That's what I'm saying. But then again, like if he drank the potion like right after his father died, wasn't that like a day ago? Why is he getting his power stripped painfully a day after he gets to take the potion? I just don't understand. And then wouldn't he have, like, seen his oh, yeah, dad, can, like... Oh, my God, that really confused me, too. I hate when, in movies, I hate the time gaps. 
because in movies, it'll be the next day. But for us in real life, it's been a year or however much time between movies. I said, mm-hmm. wait, that just happened? I said, mm-hmm. I need to go watch that movie again. Mm-hmm. I don't even remember what happened. Mm-hmm. And you're trying to tell me it happened yesterday. <laughs> <laughs> also, where's my big fat eating donut superhero to represent me as a person? Like, struggling to fly into the sky because, like, she can't hold all her chicken wings? Like, where is that superhero? Is that because fat people can't be superheroes? <laughs> no, I just... No, it, I'm just kidding. I, I, I'm obviously kidding. A donut-wielding superhero just doesn't really seem... I'm sorry, when you get distracted if a donut was coming at you flat, like a Frisbee, and you'd go, ooh, donut, and then you'd just, you know... I just, you know... The bowling ball, and I then just, they roll at you. You know? I don't really feel that in this day and age... There's a lot of fat villains. Would really... <laughs> there are. There's a lot of fat villains out yeah. there. There are. But you know what? <laughs> I like I, I like villains way more than I like heroes. I'm you know, I to do too, villain. to be honest. They always have the better songs. Yeah, okay. <laughs> like, <Hey. laughs> to be quite honest. Hey, speak about it. <laughs> but yeah, so... Yeah, okay. So... No, okay. I'm obviously Black, kidding. Yeah, the, that's Black Panther... Um, go see it if you have not seen it. Mm-hmm. And then check out the podcast. Or check out the podcast. Or see it, then check out the podcast. Whatever you want to do. It's your life. You make your own choices. You're an independent woman or man. Live you your life. Woman or man, so. Live your life. All right. So we're going to wrap up with some Don't Sleep on This tracks. Mm. I got three. Okay. Okay. So the first one I have is Faded Love by Tanache featuring future Mm -hmm. it's coming off of her long overdue joyride album that i believe is coming out in april this be her second or first no second or third album okay that's what i I mean in the grand scheme of things it should be her third album by now but with all the delays and pushbacks it finally seems like it's about to come out and I, i know i played her first single from that album as well no drama with offset I like this one a lot more. I think this is more Tinashe's style. It has that sort of chill R&B style that she has, but it's also still very... It has pop and top 40 elements, Mm -hmm. so it's kind of a blend of, I think, what she was trying to go for. I think it's extremely catchy. It's very, like, the beat. It's not hard, but... Listen to it, <laughs> and Future is Grace, the second collaboration together. So, this is Faded Love by Tinashe. Can make it last. Let's just feel this feeling right now, right now. You and that faded love. Then I have the band. Some people like to refer to them as a boy band. I don't really consider them that, but Five Seconds of Summer has their comeback single because they've also been gone for a long Five time. Five Seconds to Summer? Yes. Like, na, na, na. Yes. No, 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 no. That's, that's not them? That's Hot Show Ray. Oh. Five Seconds of Summer is, she looks so perfect standing there and all <laughs> So continue. Yeah, so their comeback single is called Want You Back and it's off of their third album. I don't think it's titled yet, but they released it, I think, last week. It's okay, so 
I like it. I do think it definitely it it. I don't want to say it's a bop, but it. <laughs> Where's your tear system? I know, I know, right? <laughs> it's a. I mean, it definitely it definitely is a hit. Don't get me wrong. It it has that very in the chorus. It's their first. It has a like a falsetto chorus, and that was the first time they've done something like that, and that was the kind of their intention. They wanted to try something new, but it gives it that almost very. 80s new wave style that's mm-hmm. been popular in the last few years and it has this very groovy um drum and like bass parts but it's really like it's like it just makes you like want to just like walk down the street like oh yeah it's so cool but but saying that and all those parts that i like the verses sound so much like chain smokers whenever the song starts i swear to you is the new the one of the new chain smoker songs, Sick Boy. Mm-hmm. And then I have to realize it's not. It sounds when you listen to it, I'll play a little bit for Kaylee, but I'll play it on the podcast too. <laughs> but afterwards <laughs> it sounds just like chain smokers. But yeah. I think it's extremely catchy and I really hope that it gives them some chart success and radio success. So this is Want You Back by Five Seconds of Summer. Lately, I don't trust my brain. You tell me I won't ever change, so I just say nothing. Say nothing. Say nothing. No matter where I go, I'm always gonna want you back. No matter how long you're gone, I'm always gonna want you back. And then the last one I got is. A song called I Know You by Craig David featuring Bastille. Don't ask me anything about Craig David. I couldn't tell featuring you anything. Featuring Bastille. Yes. Hmm. And so it really shouldn't even, whatever. It shouldn't even, I know why it says featuring Bastille. It only is the lead singer that has any involvement. But who's going to, who's Dan Smith? Is that his name? That's the lead singer of Bastille's name. Yeah. Oh. And I, I love Bastille. They're definitely in my uh, the top three, five bands, I'll say. And Dan is one of my, I I love him. He got me addicted to bomber jackets. I just realized that. I'm like, he's always wearing bomber jackets. And now I have so many bomber jackets and I specifically buy them because I like when he wears them and he wears them all the time. But <laughs> this song is very, it very much sounds like a Bastille song because I heard a couple other songs from the album that the song is on and they're totally a different style. Mm-hmm. But this song is about... I don't really know what it's about yet <laughs> because I'm still trying to decipher the lyrics. But it's, I think it's, it's more about that feeling of <clears throat> being together with people and you're pretending that that's enough mm-hmm. for you and you're kind of using that as distractions from what might actually be going on within the world or within your own life. And so it has a very, like, typical Bastille, very almost anthematic kind of chorus that makes you want to sing and it's catchy. And there's a beat drop. It's not like a drop like you're thinking, but it's, like, very nice and smooth. And it's a good song. And I think you should check it out. So this is I Know You, Craig David featuring Bastille.
is what I got. Cool. You got any songs? No. Okay, so that is going to wrap up another Pop Talk podcast episode. Thank you guys so much for listening. Once again, follow us on our social medias. Tweet us, send us songs. We love to talk. We love to listen. And if we got nothing else to say... Mm-hmm. You pick a song. This is... Because I just started playing the song again recently because I re-downloaded it. But this is The Great Escape, Boys Like Girls. Oh, okay. So I like that song. And until next time, you guys have a great time. All right. Jazz. Yeah, have a good one. Bye. Try!